Now, today is International Youth Day. However, millions of young people in South Africa are challenged by both unemployment and poverty. The ailing economy and the rising cost of living continues to be a major concern. Some, some experts are warning the country is at risk of becoming a failed state. The latest crime stats paint a grim picture. The backdrop is a continuing theme of corruption, enrolling blackouts, water shortages, a shaky healthcare system, well, and myriad other state failures. Others say system. this is the cost so, of corruption and negligent leadership. I began writing this introduction on the Monday following the vote of no confidence in the mayor of Johannesburg, Mpopolatse. It was a vote of no confidence that really had no basis in the actual performance of Dr. Palatse as the Johannesburg mayor, but was rather an obvious attempt by the ANC to force itself back into power no matter what. The events speak for themselves. On Wednesday of that week, a new speaker was voted in, who said that there would be no motion of no confidence until after the recess, which began on that Saturday. The very next day, however, the speaker goes back on her word and tables a motion of no confidence for the following day. That Friday, the vote of no confidence is held and passes, and Dr. Palazzi is removed from office and Dada Morero, the regional chairperson of the ANC in Johannesburg, is elected unopposed. The vote was subsequently declared illegal, and Dr. Palazzi and the coalition she represented were returned to office. She is set to face another motion of no confidence in a short while. All this political wrestling for power is occurring at the same time as the water system in Johannesburg is starting to fail. Traffic lights are constantly out throughout the city and every road seems to have a share of potholes, not even to mention the day-long blackouts that seem to plague Johannesburg now. The last thing the residents of this city needs is more political instability. Yet, the ANC is concerned more with being in power than they are about trying to serve the needs of the people. I mention this specific event because it drove home to me something that had been on my mind since moving back to the country. I have to say that the ANC seems to have become an enemy of the South African people. The problems that plague the party are not simply because of mismanagement or ineptitude or factionalism or any of the other forgiving veneers we try to cover their misdeeds with. Time and again, the party has acted in direct opposition to what is best for the country. To name a few examples, it has reincited racial tensions by reintroducing racial politics into the political arena it has overseen the mass looting of the state by a president of the party and country who was subjected to innumerable votes of no confidence, all of which failed because the party closed ranks around him to protect him 
from his failures. It is only when another party is given any sort of power that the ANC believes in accountability. Only when they realize that they cannot afford to allow another party to successfully govern parts of the country that they must then act to sabotage them. What was once a party that fought for the ideals of justice, freedom, and democracy is now a pitiful excuse for a governing party run on almost every level by power-hungry, greedy, and morally bankrupt cowards. This is not to say that the ANC has always been this way. In fact, I am incredibly grateful to the ANC of yesteryear. That was a party filled with politically engaged, brave and laudable individuals whose steadfast commitment to creating a non-racial democracy ultimately resulted in our constitution. They were definitely aided in this task by most of South Africa, but it remains a miraculous achievement, one that this country should never forget. There can be no doubt that the ANC was once a party of heroes. Albert Latuli, Walter Sisulu, Oad Tambo, Hassan Abraham, Albi Sachs, Tuli Malaseda, Frenesh Nwala, Maharaj, and most obviously Nelson Mandela, to name but a few. These are individuals who work tirelessly to build a better South Africa for every South African, and their party aided them in the process. What is so sad about that list, though, and what illustrates maybe better than anything the decay of the party is that our current and former presidents would have been on it at one point. They both worked tirelessly to bring about universal human rights and democracy to this country. But their times in office have destroyed their claims to be on the side of good. It is a tale as old as time that power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. And we have ceded the ANC absolute power through an untouchable parliamentary majority for almost 30 years. We have all acted as helpless witnesses as the ANC has made a mockery of our constitution, stolen the money that was meant to uplift the most vulnerable in the country, gutted crucial state institutions, brought our economy to its knees, let our infrastructure slowly crumble, allowed the criminal element in our country to run rampant, and strangled the dream that we may one day be a country that belongs to all of its citizens united in our diversity. However, we are all, in some way, to blame for the starry state of affairs. We have let them divide us. We have let them off every time a promise they make goes unfulfilled. We have let them walk all over us. We were given an extraordinary gift of a universal democratic constitution that was intended to guide the politics of the country 
and defend the people from government overreach. In fact, that is exactly what a constitution is for, to guard the citizens against the government. Yet, the crux of the matter is that the only way to guarantee human, universal human rights is to insist on universal responsibility. It is time that we, as a democratic South Africa, and as democratic South Africans, accept this responsibility and fight back using all the tools we have. So what am I doing to fight back? I've created this series. It is a series of conversations focused on the positive policy agendas of all the different opposition parties in Parliament and all those who will be contesting the next election. 2024 presents us all with an unbelievable opportunity. There is a possibility that we may yet be able to remove the ANC from power. Just imagine what that might mean for this country. The wasted and untapped potential in this country is staggering. In purely economic terms, we should be one of the biggest production hubs in the world with the amount of natural resources there are sitting underneath our land. We should have a thriving private sustainable energy sector with the space and, en- and weather con- conditions we receive. We should be an agricultural giant and an almost entirely self-sufficient country with the fertile land we have. We should be an export giant due to our tactical location. And outside of the economic sector, there is as much opportunity. We should have a world-class university system that is a light at the tip of our continent. We should be an example for our neighbours to follow in how to treat all your people with dignity. We should have a blossoming South African culture. We should be a place of equal and bountiful opportunity for all. It is time that we all accept our individual roles in bringing out what we should and very easily could be. And I think the first step is to vote the ANC out. So this series is intended to be an easy introduction to all your options in 2024. I do not wish to tell you who to vote for. I just want to implore you to vote. Listen to the conversations I have with the party leaders and conduct your own research into them and their parties, but pick one of them and vote for them. Even if you believe they're only a marginal improvement over the ANC. Better is still better, and that is what we all deserve. But it is all of our responsibilities to demand it. We need to send a message to the ANC and to every governing party to come that if you do not serve the interests of all South Africans, then all South Africans will hold you to account. Just look at the alternative. The alternative is five more years of decay. Five more years in which the bountiful opportunity in this country is squandered. 
Five more years of watching the country unravel as many of our best and brightest decide to just up and leave. I do not know what will be left of this country if that happens. It is our future in this country that the ANC has attempted to rob all of us of. Let's all rise to the challenge in the hope that this country could be more than it is. And in the hope that change is possible. In my last series, Tony Leon used the quote, Liberty lives and dies in the hearts of the people. Well, so too does democracy. And I do not want to watch its death in our beloved country.